Well, hello. We're fully into Advent and Christmas now. So, Merry Christmas. Thank you for downloading the Rock and Roll Football podcast. I'm Matt Ford. And so am I. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, it's nice that we get it wrong. And he's Matt Ford. Uh, yeah, I can't really remember. Oh, I looked it up. I meant to say he's Matt Dyson. And so am I. That yeah, was it. yeah that I was ruined it. Yeah. It. We, yeah, we, we, there was a sweet spot with this catchphrase where we got it right every week. I mean, that was a few months ago. Yeah. Then, I, then we moved on, and I can't remember what... It, oh, it was with two mats. With the two yeah, mats. we're no walkover. But we're no walkover. Yeah, we don't wipe yeah. your feet on my face. Yes, that's it. Particularly that's, not that's if you're nice. trodden in dog mess. Please, no, I'll, go, I'll go blind. Don't. No, don't do that. Please don't. Please don't. Well, we're deep into Christmas time now. We talked about this a bit on the show. You don't have an advent calendar. Spoiler alert. I don't. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I do have a tree. Do you have uh, you've, any... got a re- uh, you've got a real tree, Fordy, or are you a you, uh, fake no, tree? No, fake, fake tree. Oh, yeah. On oh, most well, years. Surprising. It, yeah. Surprising. Well, just... it's just easier, isn't it? I'm only in it for the smell, really. The only thing I like about to get Christmas in it. tree What are you doing the in there? By, by building a tree house? How big is it? <laughs> the only thing I care about is that smell of the real tree. That's I know like, what you mean. That is Christmas, and w- without that, I can't have it. I can't well, abide it. what I would also just put to you, and I agree with that, I love that pine-fresh smell. Mm. As the tree starts to perish fully, yeah, yeah, that yeah. smell turns to one not dissimilar to urine. Yes, there is an element of that. Yes, mm. sometimes can smell like very strong, so strong skunk weed. <laughs> <laughs> really foul smelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that horrible stench. Uh, yeah, once yeah, it starts. Right. To... Well, yes, that's why you get it out as quickly as you can after the big day. No messing straight out. No, I, I agree. The thing is with the fake ones is they always. If you buy one, you like. I got a good one a couple of years ago. They look good. They don't. Yeah. They don't shed okay. their needles. They don't smell of pee. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Have you got okay, any particular well, tree decorations that are your favourites? Um, we've got. Um, I used to. I see you've got a forest bauble. Yes. Which is amazing. Yes. I mean, I really want one. Having seen your forest bauble, I really covet one of those. Now. Mm. No, we've got a few nice ones. There's uh, uh, currently we've got one that's like a. Um, what's that? Um, the Salvation Army. There's like a, a Salvation Army member. Oh, the Alsatian Army. <laughs> <My mate laughs> the, the Alsatian Army member just hanging from a branch. Yeah, it's a bit strange, really. Now, and are they fine with that? Are you feeding them? <laughs> just a bloke with a massive trombone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just I'm not really sure. I, I must look into that. I'm not sure why we've got her. We talked uh, about bringing but... stuff home drunk on the show last week, I think. You've yeah, seen the Salvation yeah, Army it. brass band and just... <laughs> <laughs> Mix the guy on the oboe. Yeah. Do you want to just come home and stand near my tree for a couple of weeks? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a lovely festive beginning to a show that, frankly, isn't really that festive at all, so I felt the need to sort of front-load it with festivities. Um, I think we'll probably get more festive next week, will we? Oh, and you're in next week! Oh, we'll get gradually more and more festive. Yes, I'll oh, be in. Oh, hello! Home. Yes. Christmas party season. Start it. Yeah, come on. So maybe you listen to this on the way to your Christmas party, in which case enjoy and enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. 
Well, what a thrilling start. Loads more games today, and here to preview them, it's that man, Matt Dyson. <laughs> yes, as we enter Advent, the yes. month of December, a time of expectant waiting and preparation for both the celebration of goals and festive fixtures aplenty. And behind today's door on the Rock and Roll Football Advent calendar, we have a tasty treat in store. Ooh. Jesus himself sadly isn't in action until half five for Man City at Watford. But before then, we have at least three wise men managing top-flight teams. <laughs> Klopp, Haas and Hootland Deitch following Yonder Star and bringing gifts of footballing gold, Frankfurters and Merking opposition <laughs> defenders. Yes! Uh, Liverpool are flying at the moment as they head to the West Midlands. Former Wolves player Diogo Jota returns to Molyneux, his old stomping ground, to do some more stomping after scoring six goals in his last six starts. Eddie Howe, you like me now? That's the Saudi Prince Mohammed bin Salman, hoping he hasn't just bought a club heading down to the second tier of English football. The new regime needs a win today at home to Burnley, or the Magpies may soon be doomed to become the rich beyond their wildest dreams, but stuck in the championship. <laughs> Archetypal northern hard man Sean Dyche was seen out in the snow last weekend in just his shirt as their game against Spurs was called off due to a lack of covers and under soil heating at Turf Moor. They need to look after their turf more. Right, guys? Oh, uh, it's genius. <laughs> Deitch is apparently more focused on cake with the news emerging this week that he finds players if they don't bring in cake for their birthdays. He is insistent Ooh. on sweet baked goods for Good colleagues. He's basically the husky Paul Hollywood of the Great British <laughs> Kickoff with uh, oh. Clarence assistant managers Ian Wone and Steve Stone like his on-screen presenting duo Noel Fielding and Matt Lucas. The other three o'clock kickoff today is an all South Coast affair, separated by the South Downs. Brighton travel to Southampton. We'll have the goals from the Championship and the SPL as well. So God rest ye, merry ladies and gentlemen. Let nothing you dismay. For rock and roll football, our saviour was born upon this day to save us all from rugby's power when we were led astray. Oh, tidings of comfort ball and joy. Comfort ball and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort ball and joy. Christmas, one and all. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. This week, have you seen... And by the way, Merry Christmas, everyone. It is Christmas now, so let's just enjoy it. Uh, have you got yes. an advent calendar, Dyson? I haven't got an advent calendar. We have got a tree up. The, my children We're, have advent calendars. I, yeah. I, I, I'm fine. I'm not bothered. I can live without them. I'm not bothered. Why is that? I'm not bothered. I'm just not bothered. I'm bothered, though. I'm bothered, though. I'm bothered, though. Come on, man. Advent no, I haven't got one. I can live without them. But, I mean, you know, well, I can live without them. That's not the point, is it? Yeah, I know. Well, I just haven't been bought one, and I refuse to buy myself one. It seems a bit sad, doesn't it? Come on, man. Well, I'll get you one. Okay, okay, well, that's lovely. Might be a bit late this year. I'll accept it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because oh, I, have you got one? Yes, Miniature Heroes. I get a different Miniature Hero every day. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, I love yeah. it. I love all this Christmas time, and I've got the tree up, and I listen to carols every day, and I'm watching Christmas yes. films. Oh, it. yes. Well, so, yes, I am as well. I, we have the tree up. I watched Home Alone the other day. Yeah, getting into the spirit. It's all good. What I also watched this week is this new Beatles documentary, Get Back. Have you oh, seen it? I still haven't got around to it. Man. It's about, there's about eight hours of it to yeah. watch, isn't there? But that sounds terrible. And the moment you start watching it, you're like, eight hours is going to be nowhere near enough. It's yeah, incredible. But you can't believe, like, you almost feel like you're spying on them. The footage they've got of them making this album, they're, all the candid stuff. 
The bit yeah, where people know, leave, it's, it's mad. It's absolutely incredible. And just watching Lennon and McCartney, you see them writing Let It Be and Get Back and songs yeah, like that. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen the clip of him sort of writing Get Back and just coming yeah. up with the tune and the lyrics. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I wrote Let It Be uh, with John. I, I, I think I'm doing him a bit older now. Uh, that's him now, oh, isn't it, Paul? Good, yeah. That's him now. That's, yeah. You know, nice. me and John, you know, George and Ringo. Because <laughs> the thing is, they've got such beautiful voices, all of them, but they all sound the same, so it's really hard to tell who's talking at any one point. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to play that. I, I think that's a good song, don't you? Yeah, I think it's great. I was saying that earlier. Yes, yeah, so was he. I think yeah. I might play drums on that. But they've got the most beautiful... I've just, and also, when they're doing Let It Be, I love the way they say trouble. When I find myself in times of trouble... You know, even the trouble, trouble. Nice. Even the Liverpool yeah. vowels come through in the song. Oh yeah, that's good. That's good though, isn't it? I love that. I like to hear regional accents in song. Yeah. Yes, I think that's what made the Beatles so successful was their uh, regional yeah, accents. But... <laughs> <laughs> but I find myself, the problem is, I don't know if you do this, but if I hear like a certain thing, I will just do that voice all week. Ah, yes. So you've just been annoying the hell out of your girlfriend yeah. being a scouser. Being yeah, doing a, that. a generic beetle. Are you finished in there? Because I need to shower before I go to work. Well, you do take ages. Getting, oh. You're just like John when you're in there. You know, he took ages in the shower too. No, that's my electric toothbrush. Ringo used to do that. I'd say mine's the one that says Oral-B on it. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. West Ham now just six points off the top of the Premier League. Amazing. Moyes is doing such a good job. And in the Championship, it's all over. Uh, West Brom, Coventry. Coventry got a goal back. Kyle McFadzian scored but after he'd scored an own goal. Uh, but West Brom held on for a 2-1 win. Yeah, I remember Ringo scoring an own goal once. <laughs> <laughs> I said to Brian Epstein, I said, we, we should be recording that on an A-track. And, uh, Ringo said no. And, you know, I, I think you always regretted it. So is that George or Paul or John? I don't know. Just the Beatles just, all in it's one person. It's a mixture. Actually, it's yeah, a Ringo. mixture of them all. I love it. Yeah, because yeah, Ringo was Thomas the Tank, wasn't he? So when you're watching yes. this thing, you're like, yeah. wow, he went on to do All yeah. is Quiet on the Isle of Sodor. That's it. Yes, you've got it. So it's slightly deeper, isn't it, I think, uh, Ringo? Yeah. Slightly deeper. But they do that more. thing where they'll go, um, they'll sort of be at normal pitch. McCartney does it. And then he'll go really deep on, like, the second syllable. So you go, yeah. you know, I did that in Hamburg. And you're like, <laughs> it's sort of like the, the end of the word drops off the edge of a cliff. But yes. it sounds, they do. You've got really. to watch it. I know not everyone's got I Disney know. Plus, but you've got uh, to find I mean, a way. Oh, mate, I'm watching it. I'm watching it. I just haven't got around to it yet. I, I really, I'm desperate to watch it. What about Lennon, though? He's quite he's quite specific, his voice, isn't it? Have you nailed that one, Dan? <laughs> he's a bit more clipped, isn't he? He's almost like yeah. kind of formal. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. so, so, hang on, I'm trying to it's live <laughs> workshop. Sorry to put you on Well, the this spot. is like the Let It Be documentary, but... Um, <laughs> well, if they're all like that, then he's a bit more clipped. No, I can't do him. Oh, I can't do. Oh, if I listen oh, to him, I probably could. Oh, yeah. OK, do it, try next week. I'll you try next week. That's, That's my homework. homework. That's my homework yeah. for next week. Yeah. Oh, I bought something. I'll tell you in a second. Oh. But you have got to try and watch it. I know not everyone's got Disney+, Plus, but I reckon it'll be out on DVD or something. It's just incredible. You can't believe what you're watching. And you can't believe... It's like having footage of The Last Supper. You're yes, like, this yeah, is insane. It was like the first ever fly on the wall documentary or something, wasn't it? It's like it hadn't really happened until this point. Yeah, I don't think anyone had ever seen a fly on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> but I saw one and I, and I wrote, um, wrote a song about it. Kicking you into shape. 
It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Oh, in other, in other news, by the way, I reckon I've <laughs> yeah, eaten, yeah. I would say this week, five. I reckon I've had 12 mince pies at least this week. Oh. And I had five wow, of them this time that's... last week, yeah. Can you beat yeah, that? So Texas that on 8, 12, 15. <laughs> Have you eaten more than 12 mince pies this week? <laughs> or just let us know how many you've had. We'll try and get a kind of league table. Texas on 8, 12, 15. Yeah. How many have you had nice. this week? I haven't had any, you know, but I have had well, two... Oh, the Charlie uh, Bucket of, of rock and roll football. Yeah, no. I've so, had two festive, festive Bakewell tarts. You know those ones where they put a bit of a, a slightly different icing on top of the Bakewell tart? Mr Kipling doesn't. I've had them. I I've prefer not, them. OK, well, I'm, I'm allergic to Bakewell tarts because of the uh, marzipan. Oh, oh, because of the almonds, of yeah. course. Yeah. Oh, well. So well, how do they Sorry. differ from a traditional Bakewell tart? What's the festive element? They they just it's sort of like snow the sort of white icing and they put some hundreds and thousands on it. It's kind of like only... snow. Yeah, I think that's what it's meant to look like. Okay, but I mean, flavor wise, it's different? exactly yeah. the same. Oh right, so it just no, looks different. It's just got it's got hundreds and thousands on it. I think that. Yeah, What's that got to do with Christmas? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't don't blame me. Don't shoot the messenger. It's uh, Kipling. You want to have a go at? I mean, he's the one that's done it. Uh, there's not much. He's the one. The normal Kipling. <laughs> We're calling you Kipling's. out. We're going to cancel Kipling. <laughs> you've, had it, you've been living high on the hog for too long, Kipling. If you do know Mr. Was Mr. Kipling a real person? I'm presuming he was, yeah. I think he was, uh, back in the day, Victorian-era baker, I reckon. I'm not no, producer sure. Liam has Googled it. No, he never actually... He yeah. never actually... Well, we, can, we te- can we tell people Damn. this? Okay. Sorry, everyone, yeah. Mr Kipling wasn't real. It's a lie. Another oh, reason no. for it to be cancelled. No, no, they never we're talk about this. No! Never in tell the mainstream the truth media. <laughs> they never talk about it. They never oh, talk about no. the truth behind Kipling. Well, well... <laughs> Nevertheless, okay. If you've not had a mince pie, what is the most festive thing for Dyson? It's a festive bake, which sounds a festive bakewell tart. Yeah, yeah. It just sounds the same as a bakewell tart. It is very similar. I'm not going to lie, but yeah. Uh, Do you having those every day, or are you just having sessions where you have like five in one day? Or so it's five last Saturday, and then I've had one every day since at least one. I had three or four on Monday, and then basically one a day. A lot. Wow. They're great, though, aren't they? I mean, yeah, they're, they're nice, yeah, they're nice. Can you typing away? Eight. What are you Googling? What are you up I'm just to? looking at... Pi- I'm looking at pictures of Bakewell tart. Oh, yeah, right, thing, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, The main I'm thing I'm looking at is, pictures is, of tarts on the internet. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. Not again. Oh, no. Delete internet oh, no. history. <laughs> Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Dyson, do you often uh, impulse buy? Um, yeah, not so much these days. Sometimes, sometimes. Why? What have you bought? I impulsed bought this week. Uh, can you guess what it might be? Um, something festive, I no. imagine. Okay, no, it's not oh. festive. No, I thought it might be like some sort of decoration for your fat, like one of those big blow-up Father Christmas things or something. No, um, it's a good guess, but it's not festive-related. No, not festive. Um, uh, you've already got an exercise bike. Um, yeah. It's uh, oh, what could it be? I'd say it's more cosmetics. Oh, uh, some new moisturizer, some new anti-wrinkle cream. <laughs> what, what is it? No, I've, had a, I've had a boob job. No, I haven't. You, I haven't. Have you had those lip fillers done? Have you got, yeah, I bought some. Put in your lip. I bought I some. Sea salt shampoo. 
And for the Ooh. life of me, I can't really tell you why. But I thought, oh, that sounds good. Anyway, it arrived, and it is literally a pot of salt. And it wasn't what? cheap. I basically just bought salt, but in a different tube. But, yeah. But is it salt? Is it mixed with sort of shampoo y stuff, or is it just granules of salt? It, it's kind of like it's soggy salt. It ta- it's almost like wet sand, but white. Oh, my and it doesn't Gosh. really feel like shampoo. I, I feel like, I've got to be honest, I, I feel like I've been had. Yeah, I think it sounds like you really have. You've been sold the Emperor's New Salt. Yeah. I mean, uh, well, <laughs> it's, it's, how the salt doesn't clean your hair, does it? It's not does it? I mean, I guess there's that sense of like when you come out the scene, you have that sort of. I mean, I'm going to ask producer Liam how he thinks my hair looks. I mean, do you think it looks kind of. Does it look salty? He said it looks beautiful. He's never said that <laughs> before. Well, maybe it works then, actually. Maybe, maybe this. Okay. Wow, but there's there's no lather. There's no lather that comes oh, from it. It's they say like... that you can lather. You can't. You sort of just... You, the problem is if you just rub it around in your hands, it's quite painful. you got a handful of salt. Yeah, like you're exfoliating your head almost. Yeah. I mean, I, I've heard of that sort of like as an alternative to hairspray, that sort of salt, salty spray, so your hair looks like a surfer, like you say, but yeah. I've never heard of the shampoo. I mean, that sounds I, I think I think I've made a terrible error. Yeah, yeah, I think you have. But do let me know. What? I mean, to comfort me, let me know what the, the, the worst thing you've bought this week. Ah, uh, yes. What do you use as conditioner after you've salted up, by the way? Do you, do you have some vinegar? Bottle of sarsens next to me in the shower. <laughs> you rotter! <laughs> You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. That's for all the Forest fans out there. They play that before kick-off at the City Ground, don't they, Dice? Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah, I used to play it myself when I used to DJ there before matches. Of course. Back in the day. Of course. Back in the mid-noughties, yeah. yeah. It's mad Red to course. think that we'd have been there. You'd have been up in... Where would you DJ from at the Forest it Ground? Was in the, uh, it was in the Bridgeford end. Do you know where all the police with the cameras yeah. are? In the middle bit behind the glass. It was just next to them. So, yeah, that's Is that a cat? Where the decks were. Yes, it's really that. Yeah, you yeah. a cat? <laughs> yeah, I've got two cats, mate. I think Have you? Mabel. Mabel snuck in. I thought I'd got rid of them, yeah. Two cats and a dog, yeah. Mabel and what's the other cat called? Tabitha. Oh, like a tabby cat? Yeah, yeah. That makes traditional. sense. Traditional, you know, yeah. But, yes, uh, that's where we used to play. It was amazing playing the music, though. On a, a Derby County game, when I played We Will Rock You before a Derby <laughs> County match, the, the whole stadium was shaking as the, for the claps, for the boom, boom. Did you feel powerful at that point? <laughs> I did. I felt pretty powerful, I'm not going to lie. And would you chat in between? Would you do, like, DJ, that was We Will no, Rock You by no, Queen. No, Can we have It's Underworld and Born yeah. Slibby? <laughs> Occasionally, they let me on the mic, very rarely. And what would you say? Uh, yeah. You just do the old, the normal pre-match patty, you know. Which like is what? Saying, who's in the team? You know, you read out the team sheets before. Number one in goal, pitch. Mark Crosley. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It wasn't quite that era. I think it was. Um, yeah, I can't remember who was in goal at the time. Uh, but it was. Uh, <laughs> Your cat yeah, seems yeah. to know. That's the cat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mabel was in goal at the time. Yeah, um, but it was. Yeah, it's a nice. It was a fun job. It was a fun job. Now it's Nottingham boys. At the moment, we're following Notts County as part of our Glory Hunters feature. They're not playing today so that carries over to next week 
Yeah, they're never playing, are they? What is it with their fixtures? We really have it's... back the wrong cat. <laughs> yeah, we have. So, so what are we going to do today? Are we going to follow a team in like the uh, FA Cup second round? That's Can do. Today, have you got one in mind? Yeah, I mean, well, no, it's I don't know. I'm today. open to suggestions. They're not playing today. Should we, should, we, uh, should we follow a team in the Copa del Rey? Oh, that's not on yeah. today. <laughs> I think the FA Cup second round is on today, isn't it? You tell I'm me. Sure. You suggested it. Yes, there are. I mean, oh, we could support yeah, so Barrow. We could support Mansfield Town at Doncaster. You know, I'm up to. I'm open to suggestion. Really. Let's do Barrow. Oh, Barrow! Because Wheel Barrow yeah. is a is a Notts yes. County song. So there was a logic nice. there. There's a connection. They're away at Ipswich. Um, I think oh, they're bound to lose. The bands. I think of course they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this so is terrible. Mode, well, okay. it's a long shot. It's, it's a, a long, long shot. shot, but we're going to take it. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Uh, Now, you may have seen uh, in the week all these games on Amazon Prime, the Arsenal-Man United game, really the pick of them, and the goal that Smith-Rowe scores when De Gea clashes with his own player a little bit and then rolls around like he's in shattering physical pain. Mm. Arsenal score. Every punter is going, oh, what a controversial goal. I thought it was the least controversial goal I've ever seen. He's pretending to be injured. He's clashed with his yeah. own player. It's a t- it was his own player that stood on him, wasn't it? It was. And if it's, you only stop the game if it's like a head injury, you know. And it wasn't a head injury. He could have just got up and saved it, but he chose to stay on the floor. All the United oh. players surrounding the referee and all stuff like that. Yeah. You're just doing that because you're under pressure. And, and also, De Gea can see the way it's going, and then like just goes down holding his leg. He basically has pulled a sickie. Oh. During a game, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm not very well. Oh, please. Oh, oh. yeah. yeah. Have you, have in the you worst ever, way. Have in you the ever, worst possible way imaginable? Have you ever pulled a sickie, Dyson? Oh, oh I'm a, I'm a very uh, conscientious employee. I would never have phoned in sick, obviously. But um, my wife once phoned in sick. Right. right? Katie tells this story about when she had a job in rendering. Uh, she was it was what? like in, in facade. She right, so she used to work in London in fashion. Then she went back home to Staffordshire, got a job in facades, and then there's another. And she said, "Oh yeah, I'm hundred percent committed to facades. Don't worry, <laughs> I'm not going anywhere." Right? Yeah. And, they, and they, they even she was in Building Magazine, and there was an article. The headline was "Fashion to Facades." So the facades <laughs> company really wanted her to stay, and they they put. All the, they really invested in her staying. Yeah. But she had a job interview back in London, got her mum to phone in sick for her, and went down to this job interview in London. But the, the company that she works for, very unscrupulous, they um they logged into her email what? she was away. Yeah, yeah, which is completely out of order, and saw that she'd emailed someone asking for advice for a job interview, and then confronted her when she what? got back, going, where have you been? You said you'd called in sick, you made your mother lie, and you were at a job interview. And it's, it's horrendous, though, isn't it? What, what an employer. Well, I mean, it rendered her position untenable. Yes, uh, and the whole thing was just a facade. <laughs> it was. Very good. Oh, yes, well, I'm here all yeah. afternoon. Um, so, yeah. text us on 8.12.15, the time she pulled a sickie, but also, what are your top... Now, we're not endorsing this at all. And, of course, I'm sure all this behaviour is behind you, so we can laugh about it now. But what yes. are your top tips for pulling a sickie? Do you have a way to make your voice sound... <laughs> Sounding ill, yeah, or getting someone else to do it. Can you ever get a really get away with that? I think it maybe adds to the suspicion, doesn't it? But I think your mum would be your top pick, wouldn't it? If this was Family yeah. Fortunes, like, um, what members of yes. your family should you get to, to pull a sickie for you? And someone yeah. goes, the dog, yeah. if it's there, I'll give you the money myself. <laughs> <laughs> woo, 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 
Close to top well, answer. Dennis, all, all your impressions are Scouse today. It's amazing. This is a rare, rare treat. Yeah, what other Scouse? Oh, Jamie Carragher? No, they're not. All oh. I'm saying is, said to Gary, I said, look, you can't just do, you know, Monday Night Football, you can't just do Scouse impressions. You've got to be able to oh. do, you know, you've got to be able to do Graham Sooness. If you want to show yeah. that, you've got to be able to do Gary Neville. Do you know what I mean? I bet you were loving the Roy Keane versus Carragher argument. <laughs> that that four-minute-long argument. Oh, man, it's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect for me. It's fantastic. Yeah. But what are your tips? So tell us about the times you've pulled a sickie, whether it worked or not, 8, 12, 15. But also, if you have top tips or what to do, and, of course, we're not legitimising this at all, rock and roll football is an anti-sickie uh, yes. show. Yes. And Absolute Radio takes a, a proud stand against swindling your boss <laughs> out of a shift. That said... In order to shine a light on this despicable behaviour, we have to understand historical sickies and so that we can best avoid yes. them in the future. So we can move on. And yeah. we do find it funny. <laughs> we should make that very, very clear. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. I forgot a crucial detail earlier when we were talking about the mince pies. Yeah. They were homemade yeah. by my mum. Oh, So right, that was nice. kind of my Stuart Pearce Euro 96 moment where it was my chance to avenge my demons with a tin oh, yes. of my mum's homemade mince pies. Oh, yeah. Oh, like your fame. Yes, when you vomed them everywhere, of course. Yeah. And so you held them down? You I held, held them, them down. down. I held Good. them down. And just like Stuart Pearce in Euro 96, I was prepared to do it all again three days later against Germany. Yeah. <laughs> and did. When, when you finished eating them, did you run to the crowd? Shouting and swearing and pumping your fists. More yeah. kind of like waddled over, sweating. <laughs> I went, oh, bloody hell. I need to go sit So we're talking sickies. Paula says, I pulled a sickie to go to Live Aid. I'm sure, oh. so wasn't worried about being spotted in the crowd. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's a good oh, question, actually. Go. What have you pulled mm. a sickie for? And have you the best thing? Yeah, have you been the caught? Best thing you've pulled a sickie for? That's great. Because there's always those cautionary tales, aren't there, in the tabloids and on the internet, where people go, "Oh, this guy pulled a sickie to go to the FA Cup final," and then the yeah, sat yeah. on the dugout or something like that. You'd say, and, oh, yeah, no. you see, you see them in the crowd, like he catches the ball in the crowd or something. Yeah, and he gets found out and sacked. He gets found out. Also, let us know from a boss's perspective. How do you, you know what? If I was a boss, I genuinely think this. If I was a boss and someone pulled a sickie to go to like an England game, an FA Cup final, centre court at Wimbledon, Glastonbury, firstly, I'd be disappointed in myself. They didn't feel they could ask for the time off. Also, yes. I'd be like, in a way, I'd be like, good on you, man. Yeah, fair you, play. You've got to go there to those things. Yeah, there are some things you should get. A, you should get a buy. You know, it should be you should be allowed to get away with it or, or when it's a big occasion. I totally agree. Sickie. But, you know, I think we need a boss's perspective on this. Let us know about the hell of falling victim to sickies, 8, 12, 15. We have got an amazing tip for you, which we don't endorse, but we do find very funny. Oh, Dyson, you're going to love this. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Well, we're getting so many messages about Sickies Dyson. Some incredible uh, tales. Yeah, there's some yeah, some cautionary tales as well, like Anthony from Leeds, who pulled a Sickie to go to the cricket, uh, or the fifth of an Ashes test. So it was a, a big day out, uh, but he went into work the next day and he had sunburn all over him. So that's sort of a giveaway, isn't it, that you've not been at home in bed. But how do you black that? You're like, oh, it's like it affects the blood pressure. It's like this weird uh, virus that, like... Yeah, Go really red. Yeah, yeah you're tanning yeah. now, but you've cut your brown. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, we have a goal. A goal in the Premier League for Southampton. Yes, in the South Coast derby of sorts, Southampton 1-0 up against Brighton. Uh, do we have a goal score? Yet? That's what I love. I love, by the way, just, just listen out for this, folks, because Dyson um, is using the BBC website, so he can't see BT Sport like I can. So whenever I announce a goal, he has to win my line. Has to I do that. Oh, that. it's a goal that has it to tell a bit of a story. It's Southampton. <laughs> they, of course, play at St Mary's. Used to be the Dell, of <laughs> course. Extra detail, yeah. They'll it's be playing at home Bro-ya. in Bro-ya. It's, it's Broya who scored, of course. There it is. He's just come back from injury, hasn't he? Back in the side and he's got a goal. Oh, it's a bit late for facts yeah. now, pal. <laughs> Keep texting us your sicky stories to 81215 and we've got an amazing tip from Robert that I'm going to try... Well... I'll tell you what it is. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Right, we've got a tip here on how to do the yeah. ultimate sicky voices from Robert. <laughs> okay. And we know this because he starts his text by saying, hello, my name's Robert. Thank you, Robert. Ah. <laughs> I once called in sick laying upside down on the end of the bed to make my voice sound weird. It worked and I got a full week off. Oh, so you lie upside down. Upside down. But off the end of something. Hold on, I've got a chair here. I'm going to yeah, try recline it. your chair backwards. Okay, I'm, so I'm gonna, but I'm going to go backwards. Hold on. I'm just pulling the microphone down. You already sound a bit ill. Just getting into place. Hello. Here we go. Oh, my word, it works, you know. Oh, my oh, God, that's wow. incredible. Oh, you sound all bunged up. And Hello, is that rock and roll football? <laughs> um, I don't feel very well today. Oh, wow. That is a good... T- Tell you what, you put so much pressure on your core. <laughs> oh, dear, I'm, in, I'm in agony. This is like a stress position. Oh, I hope those, hope those mince pies stay down now you're in this position. Thank you. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, can, uh, how much time can I get off? Oh, I think you need a whole week by the sounds of it. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm going to fall over. Oh. Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Halftime Entertainment. Well, today's Halftime Entertainment is friend of the show, star of the Quickly Kevin podcast and sometimes rock and roll football co-host, the fantastic Chris Skull, who has been at the West Ham game today. Scully, you must be going mad. Oh, absolutely buzzing, Matt. We just can't stop getting more massive. What is going on? We're te- we're like me at Christmas. To Europe. Oh, it's amazing. We're champions of Europe now. That goal. Now, isn't it? Well, first, first things first, people, I know lots of people already know this about you, but you're the match day host at West Ham's ground. So do you have to announce the goal scorers? Uh, yeah, but we, we're so massive that we have, actually have two of us and I don't have to do oh. the boring admin stuff. Oh. I, do the, I do the big showbiz half-time stuff <laughs> and the pre-match interview, which today was with Kenny Brown Jr. Oh, um, fantastic. Yeah, to meet the stars. And also, we have a very special moment here because I don't think Dyson... You've ever spoken to Chris Skull or vice no, versa? never. Never had no. the honour. Finally, we, we follow meet. each other on Twitter. We stalk We do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I hear whenever you come in, whenever you come in to cover for me, Chris, everyone always talks about how handsome you are. Very handsome. <laughs> handsome. 
awesome man. I'm dying to meet you in the flesh so I can confirm this. <laughs> there were three of us in this yeah, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Diana now. Hang on, which, what, which would make... I'm not sure which one of us would be on one of the three. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it'd be me or you because Chris's hand... Well, Chris would be Diana and okay, I'd Diana. be Charles and you'd be... I, I don't know, I'm not entirely okay. sure how this works. No, oh, yeah, um, I'm not sure. <laughs> now, Chris, as well as being a fantastic podcast and radio host, you're also now an author. You, your new book, Can We Not Knock It, about 90s football, oh. is absolutely superb. It's in the shops now. It's very readable. Uh, what was the inspiration behind it? I wanted to write, like, a time capsule of 90s football, like, so, like almost a part love letter, but also I want to educate the, this generation of what football used to be like. Yes. Like, yes. the whole nice. book is things that used to happen in the 90s that don't happen anymore. So, like, portly players, like, Neil Rudder, <laughs> You just, yes. Everyone now is so athletic and just like they look like they're carved out of granite. In the nineties, you've got all sorts of shapes and sizes. Like Alan yeah. Wright was five foot four. Yeah. Where would you get? Yes. They look like crazy. they were carved out of offal. That's <laughs> <laughs> true though. And it's a, what yeah. you know what I love about it. I've, I'm tearing through it. Is it's so easy to just pick up and, and dip into like of an evening just before going to bed or, or during the day and all the different pictures. I mean, I, I, I don't want well, this sound like I'm trivialising it, but the pictures of like the Corinthian models and the kits and everything. If you oh. enjoyed football in that period, it's like a treasure trove. You've, you've turned it into an amazing Christmas present. A lot of it's so visual as well. Yeah, and like, so some of the, we try and like, every chapter is about a specific thing. And so, like, one chapter I think is on uh, Terry Venables had a board game. And you can't <laughs> just write about the Terry Venables board game. You've got to show a picture of what the Terry Venables management board game looked like. Oh, so it's just yeah. littered. And what's it, Wooshers, um, the Corinthian figures, you should say, all those things we remember about 90s football, they're there in picture form. So it and, is the perfect time capsule of the era. And on the front cover, a real honour to have that yellow Forest Away kit from 95 oh, yes. to 97 yeah, with the graffiti the on the front. Hideous. Yeah. <laughs> and also on the front cover, a picture of Diana Ross at USA 94. Oh, <laughs> yes. It's the penalty in the opening ceremony. <laughs> oh, man, it's, it's a really funny trip down memory lane, but it's like being in the pub with you. It's like it's like having a mate there with you, telling you all these amazing stories, unbelievable tales from the 90s. It really is amazing, Chris. You should be. I hope you're proud of it. I am massively proud of it. I'm even more proud of the fact that the British Library has to have a copy of this. So Diana <laughs> Ross at USA, at USA 94 opening story, Thomas Brolin, these characters... He looked like Jane Torville by the time he got to Leeds United. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. I know. It's such a wonderful era. It's so lovely. It was such a pleasure to sit down and just write about these things that you remember uh, and get to research. This stuff has been brilliant. Well, you write about it very well. Can we not knock it? Of course, a great Graham Taylor great quote. line. I'm yeah. sure everyone who listens to this show will be buying it for Christmas. Chris, it's a masterpiece, and congratulations on today's victory. Thank you very much, Forty and Dyson. Great to finally consummate our relationship. Yes, someday, someday. <laughs> oh, I feel weird now. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, we're talking about sickies. We've got an incredible story here. We're joined by one of our listeners, Christine. Christine, tell us this story, please. Um, my husband saw an advert in the paper, in the local paper, to appear on a video. So oh. he applied and he was accepted. So he phoned in sick 
And his mate said, don't worry, I'll cover for you. And off he went. And he went to London and he appeared in the Queen video. Oh, I want want to break free. Wow. (laughs) So what is he in the video? You know when they open the door and yeah. see all the miners walking towards Oh, you? yes. Oh, right. He's there. No way! So is, oh. he, is he identifiable? He is. He's right next to um, the drummer. Oh. Roger Taylor. <laughs> Roger Taylor, yes. And he's right next to him. That is absolutely amazing. He's six foot four, so you couldn't miss him. I guess the benefit of it is the video wasn't broadcast live, so even if Mm. someone does spot him, they won't know what day it was filmed. No, they wouldn't know. Amazing. Has he got, like, pictures of it up around the house? Not really, no. No, because we can't capture that second that that he appears, so... (laughs) But he kept a cigarette that um, Freddie Mercury gave him for years... Oh, oh wow. my God! Wow! And has he still got it? No, not anymore. No. Well, you smoke no, it, smoke it when he comes drunk. I think he was desperate for a cigarette one day, and he had to. Have no, it. I'm gonna have to have the Freddy ones. <laughs> oh, Christine, thank you so much. Thank they you. Hurt him because he's listening on the radio on his way home. What's his name? Oh. Steve. Steve! Hello, Steve, from the Queen video, <laughs> who yeah. smokes the most famous cigarette in rock and roll history. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We are talking about sickies. We've had some great stories. But we're also now slightly interested in Matt Dyson's news editor days. (laughs) So, let's take a trip to the Leicester Sound newsroom. Scoop Dyson. (laughs) I got a story breaking about Tesco's. (laughs) I I mean, yeah, there were some big local stories in that patch. It's a real hot news patch, Lester, as you know. But I mean, I just remember one story we covered was um, they needed uh, pallets for the big bonfire night fire. They need (laughs) pallets for that bonfire night fire. Get Scoop (laughs) Dyson down there now. Get my reporter down there. Get down there straight away. So. We just had a guy uh, saying thanks for sending him loads of pallets. Uh, and he said it had gone pallet crazy. In, uh, I think it was Victoria Park in Leicester. Uh, uh, that was one of our big scoops. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm as surprised as anyone that I was given the job as a boss, as a, ma- as a manager. And how many people did you manage in this newsroom? <laughs> it was about... There was, like, two permanent members of staff. Two? So? Uh, some, some freelancers, yeah. Okay, yeah, so yeah, let's, like pretend, radio, let's right? pretend I'm a budding reporter. I've got my pen behind my ear. I've got my little pad. I'm desperate to break the, <laughs> the, the news in the Leicester area. What? Uh, I'm okay. going to ask you for a while. I say, boss, wh- what's the most important thing for me to know as a news reporter? Well, I mean, yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Is always the big one, isn't it? Um, but we pride ourselves on big local news. We're first for local news. So I want you to get out there pounding the streets. Yes, boys. Uh, using, using your journalistic nous to bring Leicester the big stories that matter to Leicester. Wow. Wow, wow. <laughs> you know what I love about that? Inspirational. Detailless desert of yeah. sound bites. <laughs> I learned nothing there as a as a, as a junior reporter. All right, we just need to walk around. Desert of sound bites. <laughs> that's how I got the job. That's how, that's just what I did in the interview. I said the right thing. I talked a good game. There's nothing wrong with talking a good game. But I, 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 I just the thought of you managing. Did you ever have to deal with sick leave or anything like that? 
No, no, I don't think I was only there for about five or six months. And disciplinary no one would recording sick. No, no disciplinaries. No, fairly, it was fairly quiet. It was a fairly quiet patch. Hang on, you're telling me that, that Leicester Sound had quiet yeah. news weeks when there were pallets, <laughs> and not just pallets, people thanking you for pallets. The pallet stories yes. grow legs. They're now thanking us for the pallets. Hold those pictures of Spider-Man. If it bleeds, it leads. If it's a, if it's a pallet and a mallet, you got to file yeah. it. I moved on. I wasn't really cut out for management, so I moved on fairly quickly. And then, uh, you know, Leicester Sound uh, sort of ceased to exist about six or seven months after that. You know, because you left. Carry on without me. Yeah, they, they didn't know how to. On without me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know how to edit the news. They needed. They lacked leadership. To this day, Leicester is without news. It's a real shame that it coincided with them within the Premier League because no one in the city knows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah it's a shame. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest. Email it to football at absolute. I realise what I've done here. UK and one of the Roy's will rant about I've, it. I've, Oh, I'm a fool. I pressed it twice. Twice, yeah. So bad. We heard a little bit of Bob Marley. We heard a little bit of Bob Marley, and then. um then we went into this. Okay, so just to give you, the dear listener, some context here. It was meant to be a song. There's a big green button in front of me that I just press once to play whatever's happening next. In my excitement, just in the confusion and the chaos caused by that exclusive insight into the Leicester Sound newsroom, my left arm spasmed. Sounds like an excuse, doesn't it? My left arm spasmed, boss. Because the whole thing's a major misunderstanding. So we're now going to get Bob Marley. Oh, no, do we, what do we do? Yeah. Roy's coming soon. Roy's Roy coming soon. Away. This feature will be back after this <laughs> non-mistake. Oh, what a nightmare. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Something annoyed you this week. Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roy's will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. Welcome back, everyone, to the seance of the living that happens every week on rock and roll football. Nearly happened a little bit earlier than we were hoping well, for. But, uh, this is the thing <laughs> about the spirit world. I've got a very strange sense of deja vu. Yeah, no. Yeah, Almost like this happened strange. a few minutes ago. Yeah, like this happened before. But anyway, we have a question uh, from Big Rob Edwards on Twitter. He says uh, he wants one of the Roys, be it Hodgson, be it Keane, to rant about people who dither at Greg's. They queue for five minutes walking past the food counter, and then when they get to the checkout, they go, oh, oh, yeah, what do you want? I'm not sure what I want. He calls them idiots. Roy, what do you think? Oh, I sense a Roy. Incoming. Oh, okay. Dyson. Oh, God. Dyson. I'm getting scared here. Who's this? It's not a Roy. Is that a Roy? I'll tell you, do my head in, to be quite honest with you. I don't know what the problem is with these people. They're the same people who queue up at the bus stop at rush hour, and then they get they get to the bus driver, and then they're fiddling around for the change. You know how much one yeah, into town is. Yeah. You get it every day at the same morning. 
and you're fiddling around with your change like it's all of a sudden a surprise to you that you got to pay. It's a Thursday. Yeah. You've been doing it three days this week, let alone the, the, the other days in your life that led to, you, to, to this day. I can't be doing with it. I can't be doing with it. What was it? I was meant to be. I got so annoyed by that. What was the other was one you Greg's. mentioned? Greg. So they queued oh, up at Greg's. So they're queuing the there. They can see. They can see everything on offer, but they haven't made their mind up. That's behind they haven't the glass. Even thought about it. Behind the glass yeah, screen, exactly. it's transparent, yeah. so the yeah. whole shop can yeah. see it. And anyway, you know, the other thing I'd say, by the way, what you doing going into Greg's, not knowing what you want? Who goes in on a whim, not knowing that you want a steak bake or a, a vegetable pasty or a, you know a, a, a donut? You know, you're not going in there thinking, oh, I'll just uh, on a whim, I'll decide what I'm going to have from, by the way, one of the best shops in the world. You don't yeah. go in there with a plan, you're an idiot. And it's the same, you know, I gotta, it's even worse than that. People are just dawdle around, you know. I get to tube in London sometimes. People just pass in the time. You're in a tunnel under the ground. Okay? The whole point of being underground is to get overground. The, the idea is not to go underground and stay there. It's purely a conduit to get you back over ground. I think some people think, oh, I'm going to go underground and just stay down there for the day. What's the matter with these yeah. people? Mad, mad people. People in this, oh, well, what's this now? Get your card ready. Contactless. Make it quick. Let's get through it all. Then we all keep moving. That's how you win league tight. You don't win the yeah. Champions League, not knowing what you want from Greg's. You know, you take Alex Ferguson with going to Greg's or Wenzel's or any other outlet. Ben's Cookies or, you know, Bird's birds in, in Nottingham and not know what he wanted. Do you think he'd be doing that? He wouldn't be there in Hucknall on Watnall Road, not knowing what baked goods he wanted, because he won the Champions League. I play with some great players. Do you think Stuart Pearce is going to wander into a, to a sandwich shop not knowing that he wants a ham and cheese toast? I'm going to leave it to Jen. He'll know exactly how much money he's got and how much yeah. it's going to cost him. Yeah. You know, those players are aware of who's behind him in the queue. You know, that's what makes elite players. They don't want to waste other people's gifts. They've been there in the broad marsh queuing up for Greg's. <laughs> You've already got a load of stuff from farm foods anyway. You know, your, your frozen chicken burgers are going to start defrosting and you can't use them. Oh. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. I love that story about the guy in the Queen video. I think that is so cool. Oh. Amazing, isn't it? What an amazing story. And, and not, not only who's the miners with the sort of torches on their heads, which you could just sort of see the outline of him, but the, the mercury cigarette story was possibly even better. She took it to the next level. Oh, that's, that's a gift from one of the greatest stars in the history of music. Yeah. Arguably the greatest frontman of, of, yeah. of all yeah. time. All time, all time, yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? What an amazing story. It's fantastic. Well, this is the thing. What's great about the show is we have really funny listeners, so we get great stories in. And it allows us to say, you know, don't do this. Pulling sickies is bad. We're against it. We never do it. But if you've done it in the past and you're now sorry, let's talk about it for, you know, Mm. partial amusement. Yes, and then we can all agree to never do it again. Yes, exactly. And 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 should someone do it again, Matt Scoop Dyson will be there. Letting the people of, <laughs> letting the people of Leicester know. I'll break it. I'll get the exclusive on this big story, this big breaking story of a sickie found out, uncovered. I, I think we should have, like, Dyson's news desk as a periodic feature. 
Yeah. <laughs> Where you do like yeah, uh, local yeah, yeah. news, maybe should, local football news. I should news. see some more like, uh, undercover sort of reporting, you know, like where I just take like Donald McIntyre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like sort of go undercover and sort of expose things, be like a whistleblower. What like? Um, well, I don't, I, I, sick is people calling in sick. You see, so I'd be on their doorstep. Oh, hang on! No, uh, no, no! You can't do this because you're just going to grass up our listeners. This was not an intelligence <laughs> gathering exercise. You can't oh, just harvest this data and well, use it against true. the good people who interact with this show. Also, my source material is fairly obvious when it happens as well, isn't it? <laughs> Even that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, just never do that. <laughs> Dyson, I can't wait to see you next week. It's going to be great. Looking forward to it. Are we, um, are we going to have a, a pint afterwards? I think we, I think we might as well. Yeah, ah, I think we should do. Exciting! <laughs> ah, yes. We'll speak to you all next week. Me and Dyson are going to see each other next week. What a wonderful life! Yes. Merry a wonderful Christmas. Life.